What a yeah. week. Holy balls. Oh, Yesterday yeah. was kind of jolting. I feel deflated. I feel like I feel like I just need to be in like a dark hole for a few days. So what's going on? Well, just like the Ukraine stuff and like Oh, yeah. I I feel it's like a weird position to be away from it, you know? Like I feel like when you there's some something about living in in Southern Pines community where you feel like you know what's going you you know what's going on, but you also feel supported by the fact that like we're all feeling the same way. Right. And that like we can relate to people and and support people whose spouses are gone. And yeah, when you're away from it, you yeah, you feel disconnected because yeah, how um, people here feel about it is everyone has the right to feel how they feel about all of it. Um, whether, you know, your political views or whatever, but in, in our community, it's not, it's not about that. It's you not know? about it's politics not, like at all. No, it's so it's weird. about like, yeah. And, and so it's about like, okay, how can we, how can we, this is happening. What, what we don't have any control over what's happening and we're going to support our, friends and support our neighbors however we we can um Mm. and yeah it's it is a bizarre it is a bizarre time to be away from it I feel like yeah just being like in this location I don't think people realize Fort Bragg is the biggest military installation per like per capita like population and land-wise in the entire world and yeah, so like no, you shit pick, happens at four breath <laughs> yeah <laughs> and you like pick up on the vibes you know there's just like this vibe right now that's like kind of in august like when we were pulling out of afghanistan it was like a little bit different because that was very emotional for everyone who served a lot of there people. And, mm-hmm. and this is a little bit different but but yeah yeah because it's like an un it's an unknown and it's it's sort of tensions and the hope is that that tensions resolve but it's feeling it's feeling different in that like i'm just so thankful ash would not deploy right now gosh i can't imagine like just being on edge like that anyway that's the vibe today Mm -hmm. yeah definitely feel fortunate right now that yeah we are removed from immediate i don't know threat i guess yeah yeah that's um yeah like bobby's been doing like corporate stuff you know like uh, presentations for companies that he's gonna probably intern at this summer and it's like uh such a different vibe I guess like yeah it's weird it is weird hi and welcome to the don't beat around the bush podcast I'm Addie Holzman. And I'm Haley Kava. We're friends, pelvic floor physical therapists, moms, and occasional hot messes who are here for real, uncensored conversations about all things pelvic health. And because our conversations are uncensored, they're likely not appropriate for little ears. Please remember our disclaimer. Although we both are licensed physical therapists, we are not your physical therapist. Yeah, anyways. And our content is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. Please consult your own healthcare team for individualized advice, diagnoses, and treatment. So my <laughs> sister is doing a um, Botox training today. 
Nice. So after this, I'm going up to, uh, she's going to do Botox on me. Sweet. Where? On your face? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, where else would you get Botox? Well, I, I was like, know. can you Botox? Like, so they'll do Botox in people's like masseters. Um, and th- At so the base she, of your skull too. This would be for plastics. This would all be cosmetic. But I am kind of interested in having my, what, one of my, I feel like both of my jaws have been popping lately, but I feel like, like, so my contact is better on my left and I feel like I chew more on my left and I feel like it's actually my left jaw that's been popping. And so I'm like, I'm curious if, cause they, they'll do your jawline to like make your face look different, but I'm almost like, can you get in here with some. And then just sort of see, does that, how does that help? Does that change my bite? Interesting. Um, Cause like my torque in my bite has been increasing. So I don't know. We'll see. That's, yeah, yeah. Let me know how that but goes. Like, I can really make a lot of wrinkles in my forehead and I don't feel like that's a problem. Is there some, like when I relax, there are some like residual lines there, but I still want to be able to like do that. I mean, because I how have... are my kids going to know that I'm serious? <laughs> You can't give them mom eye without the right? wrinkles in your forehead. <laughs> so we'll see. Like um, my sister said, there's like lots of little tricks that they'll do and they can do like a release, like half of a unit, like right underneath your eyeball. That's what I would need. And that like spo- is supposedly supposed to like really smooth out your under eye. I don't know. I'm pumped. And I feel like in the last few years, like I'm getting more like. Lines. Oh yeah. Me too, oh, girl. Well, I'm not going to be able to keep this up. So yeah. we'll see how it looks. And then I'll be like, are you, you know, going to explain that it. on Instagram? <laughs> yeah. I think are you going to wait for people to be like, I took, what is going on? <laughs> I took a video of my face and like making all the like wrinkles. And so I might do like a before and after. That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I mean, I am not vain. I'm not that vain. And that like, I mean, I think I have a bit of vanity, you know, but <laughs> I don't, I wouldn't, I'm not, this, yeah, this is totally to support my sister's education, (laughs) (laughs) but totally I'm happy to take it for free. So if people want to keep giving me Botox for free, I'm not going to say no. Maybe you should just volunteer at wherever she's like learning this and just be there like pin cushion for every training. Yeah, totally. I think on Zoom, it like makes your face look better. What? I don't yeah there's like a I don't I don't know how to turn it off so like my face doesn't look like this <laughs> zoom has a filter there so, is like a enhance your appearance or something I did a talk last night with slam sorry oh. to like oh, yeah. change the subject but I wanted yeah. to share what well I already shared it with you when you were talking on Instagram but I looked up how hormones oh, like, like affect mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. um urinary incontinence and prolapse and so is there studies on this yeah i mean there's not a ton and the one that i found that showed when people were more symptomatic in the what points of their cycle was from 2001 (laughs) so there's not a lot out there at all but that study showed that 42 percent of almost 500 women had urinary incontinence before their period 36 percent had it during and 15 percent during ovulation and all those women like were symptomatic, but they were seeing like when they were symptomatic in their cycle. And then there has been 
um, study showing progesterone when it's higher, like in those last, it kind of peaks before our period. We talked about this, how it increases our breathing rate. And so I was mm-hmm. like, well, this is going to impact our pressures and possibly like our breathing strategies and all of that. But it also relaxes smooth muscle, which is in the urethra. So decreased control. And then when estrogen is lower at that same point, that decreases the tissue elasticity. And so it increases the stiffness, which can weaken the urethra. So those two like hormonal changes plus like more inflammation and your blood is more viscous and stuff like that tends to lead to more urinary incontinence uh, in that luteal phase of your cycle. And then mid-cycle, if you're not on hormonal birth control, we have 11% more strength during our mid-cycle. Isn't that cool? So is that ovulation? Would mid-cycle be ovulation? Yeah. So people on hormonal birth control, they don't get that like fluctuation. Mm -hmm. So they're like not getting that 11% that they could be otherwise, like as far as like training, that's like a Stacey Sims thing that Mm -hmm. she like talks about. But I was like, I shared it last night to the slam group and they were like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. Like no wonder. and, And so when I talk to my clients about that, they're like, yeah, this always happens on my cycle. My response is like, if the control of your urethra and bladder and pelvic floor is at this, you know, at level three, and that when you are then in your cycle, it goes down to level two, and that's when we have leakage. Okay. Let's make sure that our, then we're, we're, our resilience is up at like, is up higher. So that when, when we get dropped down a level, naturally because of what's happening hormonally we're still above the level that would cause leakage yeah and thinking about like how you work out and train if you know that that lasts like week or two before your cycle you're going to be a little bit more compromised like at a tissue level or physiologically then why would you want to like overstress and like you can like plan out your workouts. So those are your weeks that you kind of taper off or you like have more, Mm -hmm. less impact, less intensity so that you're not, you know, putting more stress on a system that's already a little bit compromised. I guess, but I think from a athlete standpoint of you don't always get to decide when your competition is right. Right. You don't always get to decide when that week is and that it Mm -hmm. might not perfectly match up. So if our overall resilience Mm -hmm. is at a level where even on our worst day, we're still good, Mm -hmm. (laughs) then it, it will be a non-issue. Right. I think that's, that's how I kind of feel. feel And I, I would like argue that your overall resilience is going to be improved if you train with your cycle. So instead of like, just like killing it, like all month, every day, you know, Mm -hmm, if you, mm -hmm then if you kind of ebb and flow with your cycle, if you have to compete, you're, you wouldn't have been already stressing your body so much along the way that it probably would be more resilient in that time period. Right. Cool. Yeah. So fun. This is stuff that we should learn in sex ed. Yeah. Or like, you know, my, you know, what? let's, let's rebrand sex ed and let's just call it health education. <laughs> yeah. Like because... how your body works. Like, yeah, this is just how your body works. We don't need, to, like, if sex is too political, if calling it about sex is too political, calling it about uterus 
function is too political, then let's just call it health education and carry on. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh boy. I did start introducing puberty to David last week. So it was just him and I on Monday and we were just like sitting in the porch and I was like, how can I, this is a perfect time where it's not like the, the two littler ones aren't around. Like, you know, so I was like, you know, buddy, I love you. I love you at eight. Like, I love this age. Could you just stay this age forever? He's like, I'll try mom. And I was like, I just, you know, I, you know, teenagers just are so sassy. They're so, and he's like, why? Like, I won't be sassy. And I'm like, well, puberty does weird things to you. And he's like, what's puberty? (laughs) And I was like, oh, that's when, you know, you start turning into an adult and your voice gets deeper. You start getting hairy. You start liking girls. And he just kind of looks at me (laughs) like with that, like you can see like the gears turning so fast in his head. He's like, okay. <laughs> like, I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> I think that's, but I think that's okay. Like little chunks. Yes. Like that. Yeah. So now like if he hears the word puberty, he knows like at least at some level what it means. Yeah. It was like a very smooth, like introduction without being like, oh, hey, let's talk about sex. <laughs> like, do you yeah. want to know how that's you were good. creative? That's awesome. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So anyway, we'll see how that pans out. Know your bush. Love your bush. Share the love. You can communicate with Addie and I both in regards to the podcast questions, comments, concerns, topics that you want discussed on our podcast Facebook page, Don't Beat Around the Bush Podcast, as well as our email account, which is Don't Beat Around the Bush Podcast at gmail.com. You can also find our podcast on all the major podcast platforms. So please subscribe comment and share all the bushy love it's probably pretty obvious that our episodes are edited and produced by Addie and myself (laughs) and our music is provided by blockhead